am so glad you found my show because the game is about to change for you. Yes, and is the only mantra you need to amplify the quality of your life. And this podcast is going to show you how. We'll explore high vibe living, entrepreneurship, and how to build habits that last. All through the lens of an improviser. See, the improv mindset keeps you moving forward without a script. And all you have to do is let the words yes and illuminate the path. Okay, did we just become best friends? Well, you certainly found your new favorite podcast. Yes and with me, Judy Holler. Let's do this. This is a Soul Fire production. You are listening to episode 72 brought to you today from the Soul CBD studio. Listen, it's no secret that your girl struggles with some anxiety. And if there's one thing I love to do to help me reduce that, it is using CBD, specifically Soul CBD, 500 milligram oil droppers under my tongue every morning. I mean, Soul CBD is legit one of my secret weapons. And putting that CBD oil under my tongue every morning has become a much needed and much loved ritual in my life. So I'm beyond excited to have them as a podcast sponsor and share them with you. And every time you shop using Yes And One Five, that's Yes And 15, you're not only going to catch a vibe and get a discount, you'll be supporting this podcast and the team it takes to produce it each week for you. So go to the show notes, click the link and learn a little bit more about Soul CBD. And shop with our discount. Don't forget to use Yes And 1-5 at checkout. Hey there, welcome back or welcome to the show. I'm so pumped to be here with you. And this week, it is extra special and extra high vibe. Why? Because it is my birthday week, baby. So I think that calls for a little go shorty. It's my birthday. We're gonna podcast like it's my birthday. Okay, I won't quit my day job. Uh, but you catch the vibe, right? It is my birthday week. So you're listening to this on May 26th and I turn 45 in four days. May 30th is my birthday and I'm a Gemini baby. Where are my Geminis at? Where are we at? Where are we at? I know you're out there. Let me know on Instagram. Who's my, where are my Geminis? Um, anybody else a May 30th birthday? I would love to know if any of our Yes and fam shares a birthday with me. But yeah, I'm going to be um, f- 45 in, in four days. Do not I'm here for it. Okay. I, I am here for it. I love my birthday. I love your birthday. I love birthdays. And here's why, because it's another year to get it right. It's another year, uh, awake, alive, healthy baby, and I'm ready for it. And if you haven't listened to episode 68 of this podcast, I recorded it, um, a few weeks ago and it's titled don't grow up it's a trap. And I tell a story, I share a story of a time I met an 80 year old woman who literally, yo, I thought she was, I thought she was 60, 55, 60. I mean, imagine being 80 years old and looking 20 years younger than you do right now. So I was like blown away when I found out what her age was. I mean, she was gorgeous, right? She drove this like sexy little convertible Mercedes and she's heading off to the country club and she's got her friends and, you know, she's in the pool looking good in her one piece bikini or, well, I guess that's not a bikini, but you know what I'm saying? Looking good in her swimsuit. And I was just like, she is certified. So I asked her, I was like, 
you have to tell me like, what is your secret? Legit. I thought she was going to be like, um, giving me like a potion or a procedure or some sort of like $500 cream that I was immediately going to go swipe my credit card and buy. Uh, but she didn't say any of that. She said that her secret was that she doesn't hang out with old people. And she didn't mean age. She meant energy. So listen, I, I don't care about the number. I care about the vibe. I, I, I care about the feeling. I, I care about the way I show up every day. And am I emulating and putting off and putting out that high vibe, beautiful, youthful energy? Or am I allowing myself to think old and be old? Because at the end of the day, that that, my friends, is a choice. You know, a lot of things we can't choose, right? There's genetics and DNA and, and things like that. But, you know, um, at the end of the day, how you feel most days is a choice. And how you feel right now in this present moment is a reflection of the things you've been saying to yourself and about yourself up until this very moment. And so this is why I'm so very careful about the things I say to myself. This is why every morning I do my 10 I am power statements. That has been a ritual in my life for over a decade. If you have our Vibe and Thrive planner and you're a part of that community, yo, you get it. You're with us. If you don't know what that is, uh, we'll link up to the Vibe and Thrive Planner in the show notes uh, so you can learn more about that, that practice and that process. But I think one of the most powerful things that I've been doing, like I said, over the last decade has been really thinking about how I talk to myself every morning. Like, how do I put myself into the energy of where I want to be? Because let me tell you something, your goals, your goals are a prediction of who you're going to be and what you're going to be tomorrow. So yes, I'm turning 45 this week, but I'm feeling a really high vibe 45 and age is just, just a number. So I'm not chasing that. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the vibe. I'm worried about the energy. I'm worried about the feeling. So if you haven't listened to episode 68 and you want to hear more about all of this stuff, mindset and energy and aging, my gosh, listen to episode 68 for now. I've got uh, a little card deck in front of me and we're going to do something fun today. So I'm going to pull from our Affirminator card deck. I mean, this is a really fun card deck. Uh, the cover of the card deck has a unicorn uh, with a bunny riding it over a magical rain rainbow. And it is 50 affirmation cards to help you help yourself without the self-helpiness. <laughs> so I'll link them in the show notes, but I love Affirminators. We're going to pull one of these today and let it inspire the birthday episode, uh, the birthday vibe, your vibe today. If you're looking for an answer, if you are feeling uninspired, if you just need a vibe check, baby, this is your vibe check. And here's the card. Here's the Affirminator we're getting today, both you and I. And it is, oh, hold on. Okay. Okay. I've just pulled hmm, the connection Affirminator. And on the card, it's got some penguins, all kinds of penguins, penguins. Am I saying that word right? Penguins? Pe penguins. Oh, Lord. I'm 45 years old and I can't even say penguins. Penguins, right? Anyway, it's got some penguins on it. <laughs> and uh, they're all 
talking and there's like word bubbles above the penguins and in the word bubble is a big snowflake. And here's what it says. Connection. I am connected to the multitudes and I can access their support at any time. Even a stranger offers a sense of comfort when they smile at me or make a dumb comment about the weather. Everyone is waiting to connect. Ooh. All I need to do is open myself up and pay attention. Note to self, work on witty banter about weather-related stuff. <laughs> so these cards are so cute, but I, you know, I love this reminder about connection. And, and you know, you think about these days, I mean, these cards were created years ago. And these days, I mean, we are all waiting for connection. I mean, sometimes we may feel too connected digitally. So could that be an opportunity for you to connect with someone a little more old school? Could you write some thank you notes? Could you pick up the phone and call someone? Could you offer that to your clients instead of a Zoom, which I think people expect to, to sort of be the norm these days? I mean, you know, can you look for opportunities to connect other people, right? Two people you think could benefit from, from knowing each other. I mean, I have a, a colleague and a friend and a fellow improviser named Erin Deal, who owns a company called Improve It in my world, in my stratosphere. She's incredible. Her company's awesome. I'll link up to her in the show notes. And uh, I literally was introduced to her through a mutual friend who did it on LinkedIn. He was like, yo, you're cool. You're cool. You two are cool. You need to know each other. And, and that was seven years ago. And the two of us um, have been watching each other grow and supporting each other's businesses ever since. And it was just a simple LinkedIn touch point, right? So I guess the reason I'm saying this to you is like, you know, look for opportunities to not only connect yourself to new people, places, and things, but are you thinking about the people you have in your network? And maybe there are people living in your world that you could connect. And I tell you, we never forget that shit because no one ever gets anywhere alone, right? So there's this, this beautiful power in making connections and in, in, in arranging connections and, and in receiving connections. So I love this card today. It, you know, after I get done recording this show for you, maybe I'll go make some connections. It's a Wednesday. So, you know, in my world, uh, the, those are called waves Wednesdays. Every Wednesday I make waves. This means that I reach out and I prospect and I call people and I make connections. I do exactly ironically what this card is asking us to think about and do. I make waves. I ask for introductions. I put myself out there. I try to get business closed and open doors on new business. And so every Wednesday, um, I'm doing that, scheduling that uncomfortable work in order to earn the comfort that I want in my life and in my business. So maybe you steal and borrow that idea. Maybe um, your Wednesdays become Waves Wednesdays. Maybe, maybe you connect someone today or maybe you go make a connection for yourself. And that could be something as small just smiling at a stranger that you see out in the wild. Okay, cool. So today in our episode, we're going to talk about saying no. Listen, if there, if there is, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff I've learned in my 45 years, but I think the one thing that I've learned and really began confidently implementing uh, recently in the last five years, like really started taking it super seriously. That is not only helped me me scale my business, um, but has also equally kept me sane, has been being brave enough to say no without guilt 
and yes without fear. And boundaries, baby, boundaries, that is the gold. That is the real deal. And I want you to write that down. You know, I want you to make it your anthem, to be brave enough to say no without guilt and to be brave enough equally to say yes without fear. And my relationship with boundaries and my ability to say no without guilt has certainly been uh, something that's built over time. You know, it did not happen for me overnight. And I legit work on this every day. And every time I practice what I'm preaching to you right now, or should I say teaching to you right now, I like that word so much better. Um, I get better and better and better at it. Like all the ideas I'm going to share with you today are things I play with and use all the time. And I, I think that's what makes me better at it. And I do believe equally that's all confidence really is. I, I think confidence is is repeated attempts of doing scary shit and living to talk about it, which gives you the confidence to keep doing scary shit so you can go on and do incredible things, right? So when we prove to ourselves that we can prevail and move through and with hard things, it happens the next time with a little bit more ease. I liken that to, you know, being a, a keynote speaker and speaking on a stage. I mean, I think back to my earliest speeches. Oh my God. I mean, I look at early tape and I'm like, oh, I just want to crawl in a hole, right? It's so bad. But I wouldn't have gotten to where I am today had I not been brave enough to put the shitty first draft out into the world. And so I think we have to, and I think Brene Brown coined that, right? Like that shitty first draft, like be brave enough to suck, be brave enough to get it wrong, be brave enough to look silly, right? Because there's so much power in that. Equally, we have to be brave enough to set boundaries so we can make the space to look silly and put out that and write that shitty first draft to create that first iteration of whatever it is we're working on. So um, let's talk about that today. So this, this birthday episode is going to give you a gift. It's going to give you one of the greatest gifts you can ever give yourself, which is boundaries and the confidence to set them and keep them. So before we go there, I got to ask you a favor, a flavor of flav. Uh, can I, can I ask you, like, I'm legit going to ask you for a birthday gift. If there is one thing you could give your girl, for her birthday. If you have enjoyed this podcast, if you have gotten any high vibes, if you have learned anything, if your life has been made better in any capacity, and if you're listening to this on iTunes, would you leave me a review? I I would lose my shit. It would be so dope to hit like 400 reviews for my birthday, for my 45th birthday, right? Middle of my 40s. Come on, let's do it. And I know you can help me get there. So tap your bestie on your shoulder, your mama, your auntie, your brother, your bestie, whoever. Get those reviews in. And it literally takes 30 seconds. Uh, it would mean the world uh, to myself and the entire team it takes to produce this show. And guess what? Every week I reward you for doing that. One of my favorite things to do is to, go through the reviews, read them because they are so high vibe. And it's sort of my way to hear what you're loving about the podcast. So I can lean into that and create more aligned content, but also to get into your head to learn who you are and what you want more of and what you're struggling with and what you're learning and what you do and how you feel and the way you vibe. And so it can be really lonely. Um, 
you know, working as a solopreneur and an, and an entrepreneur in a smaller company, right? So um, I don't get to see you and talk to you every day. And this is sort of my way uh, to hear from you and to talk to you. And I adore it. So I want to ask you for that gift for my birthday. Uh, a review would mean the world to me. And uh, I want to also reward you, like I said. And every week I pick a listener of the week. And this week, our listener of the week is... Katie G619. Katie G says this, listening to Judy on my Wednesday morning walks or rides puts an extra pep in my step, wham, bam, like a cup of coffee with her energy. She is a vibe and it must be caught and felt by all. I read her book last July. I have a book called Fear is My Homeboy. And I felt like she was talking directly to me. Katie G619, I think uh, as an author and really any author, I mean, that's our direct right? To have you highlight and mark up and photograph our books, but most importantly, to really feel like it was for you because that was my deepest desire and my intention. I wrote that book for you, right? To help you live a braver life, to help you lead with love, not fear. And I'm so glad it resonated with you. And I thank you for that beautiful review. So Katie G619, holler at your girl, will you? Come see me on Instagram. If you're on Instagram, shoot me a DM. Let me know that's you. This is your review. And I will respond with instructions on how to claim your prize. And if you're not on Instagram, don't worry, just send me an email to hello at judyholler.com. And I will make sure you get all the information because I want to send you a little something. So uh, thank you, Katie. And if you want to be our next listener of the week, all you got to do is leave me that birthday gift review on iTunes and get your chance to win a badass prize. Okay. Okay boundaries. Let's talk about boundaries and saying yes without fear and no without guilt. Mm. Okay. So by the way, I told you to write this down earlier and I really, really want you to do it. So there is a statement on my vision board, uh, which by the way, my vision board, I put in my bathroom so I can see it every day. Um, and, and I have one in my bathroom. My husband and I do this like every new year's day. This is like our ritual, right? We sit down with all the magazines and the glue sticks and the you know, scissors and all the things and the stickers. And we both make our vision board. So I'm aligned to where he wants to go and how he wants to feel. And he's aligned to where I want to go and how I want to feel. And we put it up in our bathroom because think about it, you're in your bathroom like a hundred times a day, right? Every morning you're getting ready, brushing your teeth. Every night you're saying goodbye to the day and brushing your teeth. And what a beautiful time to revisit your vision board. And okay, so I have one of those uh, Sonicare toothbrushes, like those automatic toothbrushes. And like they go on for two minutes. And I I do not, I do not enjoy brushing my teeth. I really don't. I do not like it. Um, So I will, to make that a little bit more of a high vibe, high vibe experience. I will uh, be brushing my teeth and I check out my vision board. Like I'll do it at least once a day. So I'll just be brushing my teeth while I look at the, all the images on our boards and just sort of manifest and channel the energy of all those dreams and goals and beautiful things that I want to be and do and become. And it's a cool way to brush your teeth. So we put that in our bathroom. And one of the things uh, on that board is a statement that says, I will say yes without fear and no without guilt. So I give you permission to borrow and steal that and put it up on your vision board, slap it on your laptop, make it your screensaver, put it in your office because I have my eyes on that goal all the time because boundaries with love, respect, and high vibes is 
is how you get shit done. And I love to get shit done. A whole chapter in my book is dedicated to the magic of momentum. There's this great quote from Steve Jobs, or at least that's what the internet told me, but he is quoted to have said this. People think, and this is big. Okay, so buckle up. People think that focus means saying yes to the thing you've got to focus on, right? But that's not what it means at all. It means saying no to the 100 other good ideas that there are. You have to pick carefully. I'm actually as proud of the things we haven't done as the things we have done. Innovation, true innovation is saying no to a thousand things. Damn, damn, right? It means saying no like balance and boundaries and true innovation means saying no to the 100, the 1000 other good ideas that there are out there. So you can say yes to yourself. Yes to the things that matter and yes to the things that are going to get you to where you want to go. And I've got to tell you, this this is hard for me, right? Number one, hello, FOMO. Like, what if I miss out? What if everyone forgets about me? What if another opportunity like, like this never comes back around? Also, I hate, like loathe confrontation, legit breakout in cold sweats. I can't sleep. I get migraines. And uh, did I mention I am a recovering people pleaser? I hate people not liking me. So I will bend myself into Gumby Domit. Anybody remember Gumby Domit? Eddie Murphy, Saturday Night Live, I think early 80s. I'm dating myself, but Google Gumby damn it, or just Google Gumby, Eddie Murphy, Saturday Night Live and have some fun. But anyway, I will like bend myself into Gumby, damn it. Even if it makes me resentful as fuck to make someone more comfortable or to make someone like me more, uh, allegedly, because you and I both know, right? We can't control that shit. We can't control other people's reactions of us, right? But I bend and twist myself into a pretzel, into a Gumby, damn it, because I'm so worried about someone not liking me. And there are countless times in my life that I would not speak up because I was afraid of being judged or looked at in a bad light. And God forbid I send my food back at the restaurant because I don't like it. I mean, what if they all talk about me? What if they spit in my food? I mean, Lord knows I wouldn't tell my hairdresser I don't love my hair color because everybody in the salon will hate me, right? So I sit there in silence and stew. And then I go home and complain to my husband about it. And it's a cycle of shit. It is a shit cycle. So what I'm going to ask you to do to avoid the shit cycle is to build what I call a shit shield, right? And the way you build a shit shield and a shit shield makes the shit in life and from other people bounce right off of you. That's a shit shield. You do that with boundaries, with boundaries. So as I reflect on and think about turning 45 in four days, I can finally tell you that I am to a point 
where I'm so much better at this, right? And I don't want it to take you 45 years because I know there's so many of you listening right now who are 20, 25, 30, right? And in that space of your 20s and your 30s, and I want you to boss up on this now. I want you to create this sort of freedom and confidence for yourself now. So I'm going to share with you five ways I say no and and set boundaries while staying really high vibe. And stay tuned to the end because I share a rapid fire of mindset shifts that will empower the fuck out of you. Okay, taking a quick pause here to talk about anxiety. It is no secret that I have struggled with lifelong anxiety. And these days with everything going on in the world, I think most of us have acute anxiety in some form or the other. So what can you do? Especially if you'd prefer not to add another medication to your routine. CBD, it's my magic bullet. And Soul CBD is my go-to because their 99% hemp-derived products are non-toxic, organic, and sustainably sourced. Basically, this means it's good shit. I take about 50 to 150 milligrams of CBD daily. I put one to two droppers under my tongue every morning using the Soul CBD 500 milligram tinctures. I may add another drop at lunch then one again before bed. So three to five drops daily based on what I have going on in my day is a certified vibe. The best part is that you can't OD on this stuff. So it allows you to experiment and find the dosage that works the best for you. I am beyond stoked to have Soul CBD as a podcast sponsor. So this means that every time you shop using yes and 1515 at checkout, you will not only be one step closer to reducing your anxiety, you'll get 15% off and be supporting this podcast and the team it takes to produce it for you. So there's a link in the bio to learn more about Soul CBD. Get your shop on, reduce that anxiety, and support this podcast along the way. Make sure you use yes and 15 at checkout. So I'd grab a notebook for this one. It's going to be full of ideas that you will not want to forget. Okay, let's talk about number one. I want to invite you to understand this fundamental truth. That saying no is actually a massive act of kindness, right? It's an act of kindness to yourself as well as the people around you. I mean, think about it. Do you want to go out for coffee with a mentor who is stretched to the max and resentful? No, you don't. Do you want your star employee to stay silent if she's drowning under too many projects? I mean, do you want her to quit because she literally can't handle her job anymore? Of course not. You want the people you care about and respect and love working with to be happy and sane. And those people must also include you. So when you realize that saying no is an act of kindness, you step into empowerment and you step into courage and out of fear because you realize you're actually doing yourself and the people you respect the most a huge favor by honoring what it is that you really need. Number two, I set a 
a personal policy. So I love this one. Um, I first read about this idea in Sarah McKnight's book. It's a book called The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a Fuck. You had me at the title. Um, so here's how it goes down. And we'll link up to the book in the show notes, but here's how it goes down. So uh, say I get a request. I, I, will, I will make it very personal here in the sense that I work as a keynote speaker. And so uh, I get requests on the regular to do uh, my work for free pro bono, right? Uh, and you got to respect it. There is nothing wrong with asking because every now and then there is the capacity and the bandwidth for us to partner with organizations that align with our values in order to put that kind of work out into the world. But it's a case-by-case -case scenario. And we also know we will not keep the doors open <laughs> if we are not earning money, right, to create all these resources for you. So we have to be really careful there. But I get this request all the time. So I was so uncomfortable with it. And I didn't know how to respond with love. And I also knew that saying no was an act of kindness to myself and my business and my employees and the people that are making the request. So when I read about the personal policy thing in Sarah McKnight's book, I remixed it like a DJ because that's what we are. And I made it my own. And here's how it shakes out. So I would say something like this uh, to someone who sends me an email for a free request. And I'll give you additional examples as well. Uh, but I would open with a, some sort of like warm or opening, like something personal about them or pull something from their email, right? And start it off super high vibe. And then I would say, uh, thank you so much for thinking of me. I, I currently have, not I currently have, actually, I would say I have a personal business policy, right? We got to own it. Now, I currently, that feels kind of scary. Like I'm scared. You know, I just wanted to, no, 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 get that low vibe shit out of your, your language, right? And your emails. I have a personal business policy to keep my pricing consistent across the board. See, if I reduce my fee for one client or event, I feel like I have to reduce my fee for others and I simply can't afford to do that. Plus, if I had to choose one client or event over the other to discount, I would not know how to pick. If you want to discuss creative ways to get your budget closer to my feet, I'd be happy to put our heads together. So that is an example, right? And here's another one, a little bit shorter. Same idea though. I have a personal policy to not take any pro bono events at this time in order to honor and protect the commitment I have made to my paying clients. I love doing it when I can, yet at this moment in time, I don't have the bandwidth. And I think that's a beautiful way, right? Um, another request that comes in all the time is, um, you know, spe specifically, and this is when I was traveling and, and we're getting ready to get back on the road, like big time as keynotes fire back up and the world starts to confidently uh, reopen and all that good stuff starts happening. Um, but my goodness, before COVID, I mean, I lived on the road doing speeches every week. And uh, one of the things my clients, and I love this, and I love them for asking, but they, they want to take me out to dinner the night before, have drinks or invite me to the, the reception. And yo, I am paid to deliver on stage. I am paid to perform at high levels uh, the next morning or the next lunch or whatever that may be. So um, uh, my response to my beautiful clients, and a lot of times they, they become friends is always this. Listen, uh, thank you so much for the request. I'm so excited to be at your event. Yet yeah, I have a personal policy against going out the night before a talk or drinking 24 hours prior to a live speaking event in order to preserve my energy and maximize my results on stage. So you see how that's me honoring myself and what they've actually 
paid me to be there to do, right? So it's like, yes, I'm so excited to be at your event, but like, here's the deal. I got this like personal policy, right? So disclaimer, obviously you can't be like, I have a personal policy against paying my taxes. Or you can't say to your boss, like I have a personal policy, Karen. I don't check email. Judy said, Judy said I, ha I can have a personal policy. Listen, that is not what I am suggesting or saying at all, but you can use the personal policy hack in certain scenarios scenarios and situations to set boundaries with love and respect and grace because it's really hard to argue with a personal policy. Okay, so if you work for a uh, uh you have a boss or you work for someone else or there's a leader you need to report to. Uh, this is one I used all the time when I was in corporate working full time for um, a hotel company. So, you know, you're a high achiever, right? You're killing the game. You're bossing up and you're getting stuff done. So you're going to get stuff put on your desk. Like your boss is going to come to you because they know you're going to get shit done. And if you're not careful there, I mean, it's a compliment, but if you're not careful there, you can end up overwhelmed and resentful. And this is why our good people leave, right? We don't speak up. We don't say anything and we get in the weeds and we're miserable, right? We're checking email at night and on the weekends and we just, we've lost control of our boundaries. And we're sort of in fear that maybe we'll lose our job or I can't speak up to my boss or whatever. So this is the hack I used to get around that and to help me have a high vibe conversation with my leaders about balance priorities and what I'm actually fucking paid to do, right? So I would say something along the lines of, if my boss came to me and was like, hey, I need you to work on this new project. Hey, I need you to coach Karen. Hey, I need you to go to this trip. Hey, I need you to whatever, right? Build a new presentation, whatever it may be. I would say, awesome. Yes, I am so excited to mentor Karen or take that trip to San Diego or develop our new sales presentation. However, what else on my list? What of these other priorities are we going to de deprioritize? Like what's going to go on the back burner while I make this the, the new priority? So it's this beautiful way of saying, yep, and like, no, right? Uh, but without doing that. So it opens up a conversation. And this is like a a badass secret weapon. So I, I challenge you to use it if you're in that situation. It's a great way to set boundaries. It's a great way to also say, yes, I am in this with you. Let's go. However, but baby, um, I need some help. And what's going to go on the back burner? And I, and I also want to just like, like, here's how I'm paid and here's what I'm bonused on. And here's, here's what my job is. Right. And so, you know, let's just make sure we're aligned here because this is kind of outside of that wheelhouse. And if this is a priority, I'm all in, but this something's going to have to dip. So it just allowed me, uh, to get brave and boss up and get shit done while I was at it. So, uh, that's idea number three, idea number four, and I love this one. There's five total ideas. Uh, second to last, let your goals be your boundaries. <laughs> I love this one so much because goals, baby, and you know, I'm obsessed with goals. Um, this is why I created an entire goal focused planner called the vibe and thrive planner. If you haven't checked it out, please go to the show notes and check it out. It is definitely my secret weapon. Um, I teach a masterclass every year. We're about to put a course online. I mean, the vibe and thrive brand is probably one of my favorite things in the business right now. But, um, if you are confused on what to say yes to, look at your goals. If you are confused on what to say no to, look at your goals. Okay, so if your goal is to lose weight, you say no to dessert or like boozy happy hours, right? If your goal is to save money, 
you say no to the shopping spree, right? Or the Black Friday sales, right? If your goal is to gain experience as a keynote speaker, because you want to be a keynote speaker one day, you say yes to unpaid events to get the experience and the photos and the exposure and the testimonials, right? To build your street cred. If your goal is a girl's trip with your besties this year, which is on my list, you say yes to carving out those dates early and making the time, right? So does that make sense? So what you want to do is align your yeses and your noes with your goals and let your goals become your boundaries, right? It's kind of like a personal policy. It's hard to be upset with or not respect someone who is honoring their goals. Okay, and number five, we're going to end with the yes and technique. So um, you can use yes and, the two words th that have inspired the show, the content, my life, the two words from the improv theater that we all learn, class number one, and really the two words that can crack your life wide open, specifically when we say yes and, right? This notion of opening the door and adding something new to you. And this is really how we uh, truly become innovative. And you can use these two words to say no. So let me let me shake this one down for you. So here are some ways you can say yes and no. Okay. Uh, so yes, I'd love to speak at your event. And what's your budget? Or yes, I'd love to speak at your event. And my fee is blank. Yes, I'd love to coach you. And my rates start at blank. Yes, I'd love to be on your podcast and please reach back out in the fall when I start doing media again. Now, you only want to say something like that if you actually mean it. Don't use the yes as a tool to lie or put people off because you're only borrowing trouble because eventually you're going to have to face it. But you see what I'm doing here? Yes, I'd love to speak at your event and what's your budget? And here's my fee. Yes, I'd love to coach you. And here's my rate. So it's a yes and a no. And you're sort of forcing them with love to give you an answer or for them to say no. You put it like back in their corner. So it's a yes and high vibe moment. Uh, another one. Uh, yes, I'd love to carpool your kids. And I can only do it twice a week. So it's a yes or no. Uh, yes, I'd love to carpool your kids. And I can only blank insert whatever whatever boundary you need that to be for yourself. Yes, I can add that project to my workload. And what do I need to deprioritize to make that happen? Again, going back to the vibe of that personal policy, you're like blending those. That one's like a little bit of a hybrid between a personal policy and a yes and no. You get what I'm saying? So um, you can use yes and to sort of set boundaries and say no as well. It's one of my favorite things to do because it keeps it high vibe, but also sets boundaries. And I also love these three words. And I think they're three of the most powerful words uh, for anyone who is freelancing, working for themselves, running a business or trading their time for money. Uh, because it will save you time, it will earn you money and it will save you so much stress. And those three words are what's your budget. You will find out real quick how serious someone is once you start asking the question, right? What's your budget? And then you can decide, right? Based on their answer, if it's worth it, if it's mutually beneficial, et cetera. And, you know, a, a quick disclaimer, I mean, there is a time to do things pro bono for free if it's 
mutually beneficial, right? If it'll help you grow your business and get exposure and gain you experience and teach you things. I mean, there were so many years I was doing that, right? In order to earn what I now have, which is content and experience and testimonials and photographs and video and stages and all that good stuff. Uh, so the yes and is a beautiful technique that serves us time and time again. And even though there's a yes in the yes and, we can still use it to say no, right? We can still use it to set boundaries and empower ourselves. Okay, some final thoughts before I get you out of here. These are the high vibe final thoughts that I think you're gonna love, you're gonna love, you're gonna love. Number one, we have got, and I want you to help me lead the way on this because you are a part of the Yes And family and I know you vibrate high. We have got to stop boundary shaming. We need to stop making people feel bad when they are brave enough to set a boundary with us, right? Congratulate them, respect them, take notes, learn from them. When you see it happening, take notes instead of taking issue and being offended because it's never personal. It's a reflection of a boundary they need to set for themselves in order to move their life in the direction they want to go. It usually 99.99% of the time has nothing to do with you. So we've got to stop shaming people when they set boundaries. And I think women are really hard on other women here. So stop that shit. Number two, let's talk about the fact that you can't do it all, okay? Uh, imagine if Beyonce said yes to every free concert she is asked to play. I mean, imagine if Rachel Ray cooked every free meal she is asked to cook for free. Imagine if Seth Godin endorsed every book he's asked to endorse, right? He would lose credibility. They would lose credibility and sanity and time and money. It's not sustainable or realistic. Um, also, idea number three that you really need to receive is a no to someone or something else is always a yes to yourself and your goals. So I'm going to encourage you to remember that and choose wisely. Number four in our bonus content here. Um, think about how you feel when a request comes in your door, right? If someone's asking you to do something, do you instantly feel expansive? Like, do you feel bigger? Does your energy like move up a bit? Do you light up a little or do you instantly feel like restricted? Like you want to go inward and you just get that low vibe feeling inside your gut, right? Listen to that because your body's going to tell you everything you need to know. And that walks me right into the next idea. And this is why I highly recommend before you say yes or no to anything that you sleep on it. Even if Yes, even if it feels like a hell yes, even if Oprah calls and says, hey, girl, you're going to be on Super Soul Sunday. You know, I'd be screaming up and down in my office and jumping on my couch going, hell yes. But I'm going to still tell you, even if Oprah calls, sleep on it sleep on it. Give yourself 24 hours to respond uh, because your body and your cells uh, turn over and repair themselves when you sleep, right? So you may feel like right now the answer is hell no, 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 I'm not doing that, right? But when you sleep on it, you then discover, oh my God, I was actually afraid. And this actually should be a yes. Or if you feel like it's a hell yes, but you sleep on it and you realize that you're only doing it 
to please someone else, right? You get some space. So give it 24 hours because things can evolve in that time span and most specifically you evolve. Uh, the other idea I love here as we move through this bonus content is I want you to treat your yes like currency. It is money because time is finite. We run out of that shit and once it's gone, it's gone. So make sure you are spending it wisely. I mean, how many yeses can you spend? Is this a task that you want to spend time, effort, and energy on? I mean, I do this, by the way, with not just my yeses, but my fucks, right? It's not that you should never give a fuck about anything. You really should. There are things you should definitely give a fuck about. But if you give a fuck about everything, you will run out of fucks for the things that really matter. So spend your fucks wisely. Same with your yeses. And that idea, by the way, was inspired by Mark Manson, who wrote the incredible book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I borrowed that idea from him. And it's one of my favorite things to remember as well. So treat your yeses and your fucks like currency because time is finite. Another notion that I think you'll love, Robin once said this, Robin Arzon on the Peloton bike, and I almost fell off my Peloton bike when she said it. She said, listen, if it does not raise my vibe or my bank account, it's a no. It's a no. So if if the opportunity isn't raising your vibe, like if it's not making you feel good and it's not raising your bank account, eh, then it could be and most likely should be a no. And I'd also like you to consider, final thought here, you know, whose yes is it? Whose no is it? Are you saying yes because you feel obligated or guilty or you're people-pleasing again or because you're feeling bullied or pressured? I mean, saying no also does not limit your opportunities. It opens you up, baby, to the right ones. Same with goals. I mean, getting laser focused allows you to go big on the things that matter. And I'd encourage you to remember that where you are today, all the stuff that got you to where you are today won't always get you to where you want to go tomorrow. So as we approach spaces and places of expansion and alignment and growth, we're going to have to say goodbye to things, to things we used to say yes to, things that at the time felt like a great opportunity and a hell yes, because now you're evolving and you're changing and you're growing, which means your yeses and your noes also need to change and grow and evolve. Okay, so I hope you took some notes. I hope you loved this show as much as I loved making it for you. You gotta tell me which one was your favorite. What was your like aha moment? And tell me, what would you add? What do I what do I not know? I mean, listen, I am not your guru. I certainly don't know it all. And I learn so much from you all the time. So how do you say no? What have you done? Share your hacks with me on Instagram. Send me a DM. I love hearing from you. I love when you tag the podcast. Keep those coming. And if you're not on Instagram, don't worry. You can share any information, ideas, suggestions, what you loved about this show and what you want to see on future shows by shooting me an email at hello at judyholler.com. I love hearing from you. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thank you for reviewing. And until next week, keep saying yes and stay brave.